Uh, good morning. How are we today? That is good. You've been enjoying our Love Does series? It's been so good just to uh, read, hopefully, the book that you've bought and with Bob and all of his stories talking about love and uh, all the things that really, once we know love, uh, love will cause us to do because love does. Um, we've also been hearing from Bob uh, up on the screens every Sunday for the last few weeks. And again, we're going to have the opportunity to hear from him once again. Uh, but before he does, I'm just going to share with you just a few things uh, as well. Uh, you know what? Love can make us do crazy things. Would you believe that? Yeah. You know, in 2005, I remember sitting in uh, the kitchen of my pastor, uh, Craig. Pastor Craig uh, was my pastor all growing up through my uh, younger years, teen years, all the way through to adulthood. And this very day I sat in his kitchen and it was a time after uh, one of our uh, services on a Sunday night um, and I used to run the services. I actually preached on that Sunday and he was just giving me some feedback about uh, my preaching uh, and he was just talking a bit about how we could improve and do all those things. I'd only started preaching a couple of years before that just on and off uh, as well. What I loved about these sort of monthly catch-ups that we used to have uh, is that how encouraging Pastor Craig was. He would always say things like, James, I believe that God has a great plan for you. He says, I believe that you could be a leader one day, that you could be a preacher and continue to share God's word. You know, I really believe that, that whatever you're doing now, I believe God has something way bigger than you can even see. Have you ever had someone who speaks into your life like that before? What a great encouragement that was for the time and the season for where I was. I was still living at home. I was about 19, nearly 20 years old at that point. And uh, I, I finished my apprenticeship to be, and I was a qualified chef. I had my career set. I had a long-term girlfriend as well. And it seemed like life was just sorted. I was comfortable, uh, probably because of the fact I was still living at home. Um, but everything was really nice. Then in this conversation with Pastor Mark, uh, Pastor, Pastor Mark, Pastor Craig, um, uh, I remember him asking me this question. He, he really challenged me. He said, James, have you ever considered going to Bible college? And I said, well, I've never considered that. I thought my life is set. I've just finished my uh, apprenticeship. Why would I waste all that time and energy on that when I would stop and do something completely different? He said, well, maybe that's something you could consider or should consider because I believe God has an amazing future for you. So I went away and I thought about it, wrestling in my mind, wrestled with God, spoke to people as well. And lots of people kind of thought that's a bit of a strange thing to do at this point in your life and all these sorts of things. You see, I was comfortable. It's nice being comfortable, isn't it? But there's something about being comfortable, and I was thinking about it this week. I believe comfort is the catalyst for staying put. It's sort of the starting point, really, for you to actually not do much at all, because the familiar is a place where we don't want to step out. We actually can sometimes stay where we are. And I was almost fighting against this urge of stepping out because I knew this decision would pretty much change the course of my entire life, the, the course of my future that I thought I was going to have. Actually, in fact, I was afraid. I was afraid to step out. You could even say I was a bit fearful. I was afraid because I wasn't really sure if I was going to be accepted by this Bible college. Who, who were they to, to choose someone like me? 
Nobody was afraid of that discomfort, afraid of a new town or a new city or wherever it was going to take me, afraid of actually having to make new friends and start all over again. I think I had a fear of rejection, a fear of being not in control, a fear of the unknown. Am I speaking to anybody today? Because I believe some people here can experience those sorts of fears even today. Those are some of the fears that I faced. And fear will hold us back from stepping out. Fear is a, not a nice thing. Anybody watch movies? I don't know about me, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a movie buff. Looking up about one of these films this week. Um, everyone knows this film, but before I tell you what it is, uh, I want to see if you can guess it. 1975, uh, it broke box office records. It was hailed uh, one of the summer's blockbusters, celebrated not for its gross earnings, great performances. It had an iconic score. It's a villain that has only two notes. Can anyone tell me? Ready? But up. There we go. Jaws. Someone showing their age. No, just kidding. Everybody's, everybody's seen Jaws, haven't they? Yeah? Fantastic. And I was reading up this week um, that all about Jaws, how famous it is for its film's antagonist, the shark. It was a motorized replica of the great white shark. So if you didn't know, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. And actually during production, the shark actually kept breaking down. Because of this, Steven Spielberg had to shoot around the shark, implying its presence in the scenes while never actually showing it directly to the audience. But instead of making the film worse, it actually made the film better. Not being able to see what the heroes were hunting built up such suspense and dread that once the shark was finally on screen, out in the open, out in the light, it actually was a relief. Once you could see it, it was nearly not as intimidating. Well, sort of, in that sense. In fact, if you look back to some of the uh, back, uh, behind the scenes of Jaws, you can even see this picture. And isn't it funny how you know that it's not real, you can see through it all the mechanics and actually takes away really any sort of uh, fear or anything of being afraid of that shark because you just can see how it's made, the makeup of it as well. You see, the thing is, the same is true for the things that can scare us today. In fact, our fears have power over us only when they are kept in the dark. Only when they're kept in the dark. Their hiddenness can fuel all sorts of shame and humili humiliation in our lives, can drive us to make bad decisions. Why? Because we're afraid. However, I want to encourage you today to name your fears. Put them out where we can see them. And I really believe that if we tell them and speak them out to somebody else, I believe God, the God of the universe, can dispel them out in the light of His love. Because today is all about His love. And His love is greater than our fears. Speak them out. Expose them. Laugh about them even. I think there's a good reason why in the Bible, um, God says over and over again, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. So let me ask you the question, 
what are you afraid of today? I was afraid of so many things about that moment of stepping out to change the whole course of my life. But I just knew God has something different for me. So I did. I did the most easiest step I could, and it was literally uh, a few months later after sort of thinking about it, um, I went to, uh, along with a few people from my church, we went to Hillsong Conference. And uh, this was up in Sydney, so this was about uh, a couple of hours flight journey away. It was about a 12-hour drive as well. And we went there for the week, and we had an awesome time like we did most years. And in this uh, place, I actually had uh, it was a breakout session to find out more about Hillsong College. But in fact, I didn't really consider going there because it was so far away. In fact, before that, I actually went and looked at what are the easier options? What's like 10 minutes from home? What's half an hour? What's an hour? And there were some colleges even close to home. But during this time at, at the conference, exploring more about what the college was about, I thought, I want to go with no thinking I'd ever get here because of how far away it was. But let me find out more about this whole concept of Bible college. So I got the prospectus. I heard from some of the people, spoke to them, and I was literally just blown away. Something just felt really right. You know how God just speaks and something just feels right? So I go home, and I start writing an application letter, and I send it off, still thinking, why would they ever choose me? Right in the sticks in, in, in my hometown, a tiny little town, going to a big place like that, there's no way they'd choose me. And a week later, I get a letter in the post, and it literally says, you're accepted. You're in. And we'll see you in January. And that was about four or five months' time from then. Everything just seemed way too easy. But I knew that decision was going to change the course of my life. You see, the reason why I took that step and overcome some of those fears and actually just stepped out in faith was simply because of love. My, my love of God, my, my love for the local church and, and, and everything that I wanted to know more about. You see, love caused me to take a step out. And maybe you need to take a step out today as well. You know, it was about eight months into uh, my time at college and I've been having a great time learning lots, stepping out of my comfort zone. Because really, when you step out of your comfort zone, that's the place where you grow, isn't it? don't know how many times I've, <laughs> I've done that. And I remember eight months' time uh, went by and we had the final intake uh, of our international students. And I remember sitting in our, one of our chapel services. We had like a church service every morning. And I remember looking across the auditorium to this shining light of this beautiful, gorgeous young lady. And her name was Amy. And although my eyes should have been fixed on Jesus, they were fixed on, on her. And I had to meet her. She's here today. Look at that. <laughs> Brimming. Um, so I did. And about a month later, we started seeing each other. And when we did for the rest of our time in college, it actually got to the end of the, our two years. And I had literally no intention of going back to my hometown I sort of moved on and I'd grown so much in those two years. I was literally said to God, I'll go wherever you want me to go. A scary thing to say to God. So I asked Amy, well, what are you doing at the end of the two years? And she said, well, I'm going home to England to be with my, my family and continue my life there. 
And I was like, awesome, I'll come with you. <laughs> and we got engaged, and I could say the rest is history. And it's funny how the moment in time, if I look back to even the person I was two years ago, to take a step like that, even when I'd never been to this country, didn't know much about who you people were, um, <laughs> I still came. And in fact, people even ask me today, they say, why on earth did you leave the beautiful country of Australia to come to England? And I share some of my story, but I could make it more simple now. I should actually say it's because of love. Because love is a thing that makes you step out and do the things you probably would have never done before. Love is the things that, you know, I believe if you step out, you will step into the things maybe God would have you do. Love can make you do crazy things. But maybe they're not so crazy after all. In fact, I love the, a verse in the Bible in 1 John 4 and verse 18, talking about fear and love. It says, there is no fear in love. In fact, I want to say this all together. Let's say this together. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. It really does. So whether you're feeling fearful today, I want to tell you that love is a thing that's going to overcome it. That love is a thing that's going to actually allow you to step up and actually do things you've never done. That's why we have these cards that say, love does. This is what I have done. Because it will cause you to do. Love will put fear aside and love allows you to take a next step. What I love about this day as well, Baptism Sunday in our first service, people were taking a next step in their faith journey. They were saying yes to Jesus and there was like a marriage ceremony, that commitment that they're making for the rest of their days, knowing and believing that what God has done for them and they're going to live an amazing journey and continue on that with him for the rest of their days. In fact, we had these pre-baptism classes that we run, and I actually ran the, the classes this time around a few weeks ago, and I have done for many years, and, and the thing I find interesting is that people would come to these classes and they would share their journeys, their faith journeys. And in them, a lot of, there was a lot of consistency because they would say, the reason why I haven't come or been baptized yet is because of all these things. One person said, I, I haven't been baptized because I have a fear of water. I, I don't like swimming pools. I don't go swimming. Someone said, I, have, I, have, I don't like to be baptized, so I don't, want to be, I don't want to be forced into water. I don't want to get baptized because I have a fear of public speaking and there's no way I'm getting up on this stage in front of all these hundreds of people. I'm not going to get baptized because my family and friends don't really know what I believe and if they do... I don't know what will happen and they'll know that I'm doing this big thing in my life. A few weeks go by and I am so encouraged because every single person who comes through the waters of baptism, who comes up on this stage, every single one faces their fear. Why? Because love is greater. It really is. It's amazing. And although they might be shaking a bit when they're up on the stage, you know what? They're up here on the stage and they're saying because they love Jesus and they want to follow him and continue in his footsteps. And I think that is absolutely awesome. Sometimes it takes just small steps to have a great adventure. And that's what they did then as well. Perfect love drives out all fear. And today, Baptism Sunday, love reigned. And I love that. We're going to continue on our next installment 
uh, with Bob Goff, and he's going to share just a bit more about uh, this topic. So let's watch. Some things to, to think about, and that's a great question that uh, Bob has for us. What is your story? How do you see your life? Is there a potential for adventure? I think when you think about that great analogy, if your life was a boat, and what relationship is it to the dock? Is it tied up, knot after knot after knot? Or literally, are you free to sail? Are you saying to God, what's next? And can you take that next step on that adventure that we call life? What story are you telling? And if you don't like it, maybe you could tell a better story then. We're all in control of that today. In fact, as Bob talks about these big adventures, I really believe they actually start with small steps. Big adventures start with small steps. And so many of us are just small steps away from living that kind of life that maybe we want to live, the kind of life that God would have us live. Some of us are just steps away from starting a course and continuing on some learning. Some of you are just steps away from starting off a business that you've been thinking about that you're not sure, but you just need to just take that step and move forward. Some of you are just steps away from even starting up a life group here in church so you can help and impact other people in your life. You know, we need more Pastor Craigs in the church. We need more people who are going to influence other people We need people who are going to encourage, gosh, another generation to tell them that, you know what, God's got a plan for them. Because you just don't know what he's going to do. Maybe some of you are just steps away from saying yes to go on short-term mission. And we have some people out there from our church right now, as we've um, prayed about this morning. And even throughout the year, we've been talking about sending people to Uganda and India and and we've had people go out there. And maybe during those times, you've had something stir inside you going, maybe that's something that I could do. I want to say, step out and go do it. Don't let anything hold you back. And don't be afraid. Step into the unknown and have a grateful life. Maybe you're steps away from getting baptized, just like those people today, where fear and things are the reasons why you've been putting it off has been crypt you. But actually, I want to say, no, step into that, allow love to reign, and sign up to the next baptisms in the new year, because we can baptize you. Maybe you've come in here today not really knowing much about what we do here or much about Jesus, and maybe your next step is actually saying yes to him finding more about what it is to follow in his footsteps, to to know who this person is, to really know love. You know, these people on my left and my right after the service who would love to even talk more about that. Maybe you want to come and, and speak out some of those fears that are holding you back today. Maybe you want to also discuss maybe what your next steps could be as well. But please come and respond I would encourage you to do that. What are you afraid of? You know, this week could be a great opportunity for people in life groups, but also for people who are just in your world, just to ask that question, what are you afraid of? And then I want you to start exploring what it is you could do to take that step to untie your boat, 
and move forward. And I believe that with God, you can live a great and full life. He's got you. So go and do. No fear, only love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I thank you for your word, that it is so clear. Lord, that we don't have to be fearful of anything because, God, your love covers it all. That your love can propel us to do amazing things. So, God, help us. Help us to not be afraid. And help us to take next steps. Steps that are going to take us to live the sort of life you want us to lead. That you want us to live. And help us to do that. And I pray it in Jesus' name. And all God's people said? Amen. 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 Have a great week. And we'll see you next Sunday.